Hi, Christian Yordanov here. Let me tell you about a little experiment I just did over the last month. So basically, I did four liver gallbladder flushes in one month, basically one every week. And normally, the, the, the way the procedure is done, you do about one every four weeks, one per month. But my wife and my daughter were away visiting family for a month. So I, I, I said to myself, all right, I'm going to eat well. I'm going to do the mother of all detoxes now that I have the time. And I'm going to try and get a little bit of work done as well while I'm at it. So <laughs> the, on the second or third day, I said, I'm going to, my, my, I had a big plan of what I'm going to do, you know, sauna and red light therapy and da 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 da, da uh, supplements, binders, everything. So I think on the second or third day, I started doing the sauna. So I did it kind of maybe in the middle of the day or was it the morning? I, at one point, I was even thinking I'll do, I'll do sauna twice a day. Just do the mother of all detoxes, that kind of way. So I did the sauna and I was just wrecked for the rest of the day. I couldn't get anything done. And it's summer here, obviously, and it's very hot in the south of Portugal. And I got a real, real hot stretch as well. So I said to myself, well, I can do sauna, but then I'm struggling the rest of the day to rehydrate myself because it's hard enough to stay hydrated without sweating. You know, just I wake up, I, I, within the first hour of waking up, I've already drank almost a liter of water every day. And before bed, I'm drinking, you know, half a liter of water, which I normally don't do because I'll be pissing like a race pissing like a racehorse all night, but I don't because it's so hot. So the sauna was wrecking me. So I said to myself, well, I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> I'm going to probably save that for the winter. I want to do it. I really feel like I. it would be awesome to just do like a month of just sweating like crazy, sweat it all out, sweat all this garbage out that we've been accumulating you know, for decades. But so I said, I'll, I'll do the, the, the next best thing. So my plan was to do two liver flushes kind of spaced out by about three weeks. Uh, but then I said to myself, you know what? I will never have, I, well, I mean, I, I probably won't have this opportunity for a while. Why don't I see what it's like to do four liver flushes one every week? And I tell you, the results were staggering in a good way. But what came out of me, what I saw in that toilet bowl was pretty freaking insane. I even on the last one I did two, three days ago, I took a picture. I finally, I, I, I took a picture last year at, at one point, but these pictures are so gross because you're kind of taking a picture of a bunch of stones that came out of you inside your toilet bowl and like splattered other goo there. So it's kind of gross, but I took this picture. I sent it to my wife with an an apology note, you know, sorry for the TMI or that shit. <laughs> and I sent it to a few friends as well, just to kind of hopefully motivate them to, to, to start doing these flushes because this was my fourth one and still the stones that were coming out of me, not just the green ones, those bile ones. Uh, there was a lot of little ones and there was black ones and brown ones. And so the, from what I understand, the black ones, be like Billy Rubin and kind of there could be other stuff like actual toxins and stuff like that. Whereas the lighter colored yellow tan and, and greenish ones there, cholesterol, bile salts, uh, bio uh, 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 sort of pigments and 
Um, so there's different composition, but the result so far is, I'll tell you, I feel amazing. So the first one I did, I felt good. Second one, I felt even better. By the time I did the third one, I I felt so good that I, after the flush in the morning, generally what the way I recommended in my course, uh, in, just to quick, quick aside, I now offer a short course for 25 bucks uh, just on the liver gallbladder flush. So if you don't want to purchase my whole detox workshop program, uh, which includes a 45-minute consultation with me as well, if you don't want to purchase that one, you just are interested in the liver flush, you can go to my website. There's a link in the description as well. You can check that out. It's, it's only 25 bucks just for that module of the course. And it has all the information that you need to do it because you need to do a bunch of these. So it's good to have as a reference. It also has links to the the supplements that you need. There's a couple of things you need, basically. And everything is included that you need to know. So you don't have to go and read a book about it, which you can if you want. You don't have to go to forums and figure out, is this the right procedure? This, is, this procedure works extremely well. Uh, I learned it from Andreas Moritz. You can go read his book, of course. Uh, I have a link to his book in, you know, as well in the course. You can read that as well. But I feel like in a video format, uh, it's really well laid out. And I, I, some of my clients have started doing these uh, flushes, and they're, you know, reporting very good results already. So I'm look, I'm definitely be recommending it to all of my clients now. Uh, multiple multiple flushes in some cases up to 10 12 is for some folks so you can check that out if you're interested um so yeah so the <clears throat> the um i did so i i also took this as an opportunity to try different things so taking a lot more manic acid than normal or drinking a lot of um uh uh, apple cider vinegar the, the day before and the day of the flush. So I, I did a bunch of different experiments, also how to make it a little bit easier uh, on the day of the flush in terms of because you have to eat a little bit less on that day and no protein, no fat. So I've been experimenting some stuff. So there's some definitely some pro tips now I, I have that I will, I, I've res I'll reserve those for my clients because I prefer people to do it right by the book so they learn how to do it by the book. And then once they do it a few times, they can figure out what works a little bit better for their body and start switching things around. But we definitely don't want to be cutting corners and improvising to begin with. You know you know how they say you have to learn to walk before you can run. So those pro tips and stuff like that that I've learned mo for the most part, I will reserve for my clients and kind of friends and family that are a little bit more advanced with the flush. But anyway, so... Let me tell you a very interesting thing that happened on the second. So we're talking, I did four in four weeks. So basically on, on every Sunday or yeah, every Sunday evening, I would do the actual where you drink the Epsom salts twice. And then at 10 p.m., 11 p.m. when you're going to bed, you drink, you know, four ounces or 120 mils of olive oil with the citrus. You shake that up to emulsify it. And then you down that, get in bed and uh, lie there completely still for half an hour or so. And then in the morning, you see the magic in the toilet. But let me tell you what happened on the second flush. So the first flush, I feel like, yes, there was a bunch of stones, fairly large ones, maybe the size of a pinky fingernail. And uh, what happened was the second one. This was very interesting. So the Saturday, the, the, the day before the flush, so the fifth day of the preparation, 
uh, in the evening time for my last meal, for whatever reason, I, I think I went a, a couple of hours too long uh, before eating. So I, I was quite ravenous, quite hungry. And I had planned to eat some <clears throat> wild-caught salmon that I had, uh, like cans, some good Pacific. Well, uh, the best wild-caught salmon is Alaskan, at least uh, toxins in that one. But anyway, I had some cans of Pacific uh, wild-caught salmon that I, it was just a handy quick meal I was going to have with some other bits and pieces just to kind of optimize the whole process. And um, <clears throat> but for, for some reason, I started rooting around the kitchen and I saw some pistachios, salted, roasted pistachios. I'm like, damn, I'm craving these. I'm going to eat them. So a 125-gram packet, so about a four-ounce packet or, or, or so. So I started eating these, and halfway through the packet, I started feeling a very sharp pain in my stomach, um, kind of in the center, near, just under, just under and to the right of the solar plexus. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's a horrible, debilitating pain. But... The way I'm, I'm kind of a little bit hardcore. So I said, "All right, well, it's late in the. It's kind of like eight o'clock almost. I think so. I'm like, this is my last meal of the day. I have to take my oxygen pills later to cleanse my gut for the flush tomorrow. So I need to have a gap. Um, so I need to finish this meal now, in order to have that gap of a few hours before I take the oxygen pills. So I forced myself to eat it all, and I it was so debilitating this pain." <laughs> that I had to sit on the couch for like half an hour for it to go away. And that's when I, I you know, got up and went for a walk to take my dog out. And um, I was kind of feeling a little bit crappy along the way. So long story short, I feel like I had a, a bit of a, what some people experience as a, it's kind of like a gallbladder attack in a way. Basically some stones are trying to come out because you eat a very high fat meal like that was that was probably 60 to 80 grams of fats from those pistachios so when there's i think 10 grams or more in the meal the the entire gallbladder will attempt to empty so it's like kind of squirts tries to squirts all of it, it tries to squirt out all of its contents of bile to to emulsify and digest that fat so <clears throat> i was taking malic acid so the stones were soft, but I, I hadn't taken the Epsom salts, which was only re reserved for the last couple of days. So my bile ducts were not dilated. If had they been dilated, they, uh, the stones would have come out without any pain. You may have feel a contraction, but you wouldn't feel it. Now, why do I say this? Why am I so convinced that that's what happened? Because this is, again, the second flush. So I feel like the first one opened the floodgates somehow. And the second, so it laid the foundation for the second one. So that evening, I took my oxygen pills, which liquefy everything in your gut. And basically, it's to kind of cleanse your gut so that the, when you do the actual flush, the stones can get out of you as quickly as possible without getting stuck with, you know, whatever fecal matter is in there. So in the morning, I looked just because sometimes you do pass, because you've softened them with the malic acid over the last few days, sometimes you do pass a gallstone before the actual flush or multiple stones. So I just kind of looked in the in the toilet bowl and I saw a black, uh, one or two um, black, quite large stone stone looking things. I thought to myself, wait, that 
did I swallow a whole pistachio and I just poop it out? I didn't digest it. I'm like, no, it can't be because I was, I was chewing the pistachios. There's no way in hell I would have swallowed the, I would have felt it if I'd swallowed the whole pistachio. So I took a little, sorry for the TMI here, but with a glove, I took a bit of toilet paper and I, I pulled that thing out with the toilet paper and I kind of pressed it with, through the toilet paper with a glove on. Okay. I'm not that, I'm not an animal, <laughs> but I pressed it. And it was quite hard. So like, damn, that could be some black, like those Billy Rubin stones that some people pass, or it could be like a, a mineral stone with ca uh, calcified uh, matter, which is where, so in the liver, you don't get those, you, th those end up in the gallbladder. The liver ones are more soft bio and kind of uh, cholesterol stuff and bio salts. So I was like, damn, this is the, I think this is a stone that I passed. So anyway, that was Sunday morning. And that evening, I did the whole procedure with the flush. And the next day, you know, you have your bowel, couple of bowel movements in the morning. And you see, that's where the magic is. You see in the toilet what you've passed. So I saw the biggest stone I've ever passed. It was like green, yellowish, and it was Jesus. It was probably almost half the size of my pinky. It was maybe <clears throat> three centimeters, maybe three and a half um, uh, long, and maybe one and a half centimeters wide, maybe a little bit less. Um, yeah, so an inch and a little bit uh, in length. And it's huge. But I also saw four or five of those black stones again that I saw the night uh, or the, the, the previous morning, the day before. Wait, no, that morning. Yeah, yeah, so the, the day before is morning. So I saw four to five of those black stones. And that kind of corroborates that the previous stone I saw the day before, the morning before, was indeed one of those kind of either a calcified stone or a, a Billy Rubin, uh, uh, some type of, basically some some toxic, you know, byproduct of metabolism and or some accumulation of, of, of schmutz that the body is just sequestering into a stone. Hard to say exactly what it is. Obviously, we don't, we can't really analyze these things. But um, yeah, so I felt amazing after that. Like I felt a lot of pressure off of my liver and gallbladder area. So I decided to double down the next time. Um, I took even more malic acid because I've, now I've been taking malic acid almost every day for the last two weeks. Coming up to the third one, that's three weeks now. I've, I've been taking a lot of malic acid. I, was, I started drinking shots of... I'll take like a, a about an ounce or 30 mils of apple cider vinegar, organic with the mother. And I'll put some water in there, dilute it. And I'll, I'll shoot, I'll take a shot of that uh, two, three times a day uh, in the last sort of three days of the preparation of the and the, the flush day. And so the third one, another tremendous amount of stones came out and several quite big ones. So I was like, wow, that's amazing. It felt even better after that flush. Just go. Out. I went out on an empty stomach. hadn't eaten anything, and I went for a walk with my dog. It was a, a little bit later in the day, and it's very hot. By ten, eleven a.m. here, it's the sun is blasting. So where we walk, it's up and down uh, these hills with my dog, and so you, you work up a tremendous sweat. And it's those hills are quite, um, you know, if you walk fast, they 
they're it's a good it's a good uh, aerobic workout. So normally I'll either have some amino acids or a bit of honey or maple syrup, or I'll drink some raw eggs just to have something in my stomach that can be converted into glucose or just, you know, a carbohydrate. But that day I just went out on an empty stomach and I went for 40, 45 minutes, went fast. And I just, for whatever, because like your liver is your organ that keeps your blood glucose stable. So if it's congested, you could have not not just hormonal problems, detoxification problems, but also you could have blood sugar regulation problems. So people that do a bunch of liver flushes, they, they're able to maintain their blood sugar better. They don't get hangry or woozy or dizzy between meals. Well, um, it just is a lot of benefits to the, 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 to the liver flush. You know, it's not just for the liver. The many, all the body systems are affected by a, a dysfunctional liver. And uh, conversely, they are also improved by a well-functioning liver. So I, was, I went for this walk. And, you know, since then, I can go walking on an empty stomach. And, for, you know, it's not a problem. But 40, 45 minutes into it, you can feel your liver glycogen has depleted. And when you kick into gluconeogenesis mode, you start a little bit feeling lightheaded so that you can't continue. Uh, but it, now it, I just can keep going, 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 going. And um, I, I just, for whatever reason, I feel like my, just my whole body is, is running more efficiently. So that was after the third one. And then I did the, the fourth one the other day. And geez, at this point, I, I'm starting to think I'll, I'll probably do a liver flush every month, try to do one every month for for a good while. The goal is to do them until you stop seeing stones, which for some people can take like 12 of them. And I've already done seven or eight in the last six, six to eight months, probably done seven or eight at this point, but still stones are coming out. And I'll be honest, like in my 20s, I was living very unhealthily and a lot of partying and a lot of bad food. So I I didn't even know organic food was a thing, basically. It was that bad. So I feel like a lot of that stuff is coming out from back in the day. Um, so I'm just going to continue doing them. And that's what I recommend to my clients. Just keep doing them. I, I would, I'd say do a minimum of three to five. If you have health issues, well, which most people come to me with health issues, I'd say six to eight. Um like if you're in a hurry to get pregnant and you have, let's say, six to six to 12 months and you definitely want to be pregnant by then, then you know, do as many as you can before you get pregnant. <clears throat> and uh, after you stop breastfeeding, you, you know, do it, do a bunch to recover, to help you recover. Uh, if you're a dude in your 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, easily six to eight. I know dudes just, most of us are just living abysmally for decades. So you know, I was there as well, but um, yeah, I just I'm gonna keep doing them until I see no more stones coming out, and then you just do a maintenance flush every March, kind of with the change of the seasons, and then every September, um, with the change of the seasons, just to kind of stay on top of it, like a house, like a spring cleaning and an autumn cleaning, like you know, with like yeah, can do main maintenance with everything else, car, home, you clean the home once in a while, you clean the car once in a while, change filters. So this is the way I see this. And But it's an amazing tool if you have, if you're not feeling amazing, if you're not thriving, very, very likely 
you have some stones in the liver. And I've explained, or <clears throat> in the course I explained in more detail why you have stones in the liver. But it, it ha a big reason for that is because we're un under unprecedented levels of toxic stress, toxic burden. <clears throat> so the you have phase one detoxification in the liver that transforms the toxin. It activates it. Very quickly after that, phase two detoxi detoxification needs to bind that toxin with glutathione, uh, with an amino acid, with various different things. So it, it's now made more water soluble. The next step after that is a lot of these toxins get pushed into the bile with the intention to get, um, you know, more eventually merged with the feces and pooped out. That's the intention. However, you know, back when the body was designed by God or was evolving from a, a fish that became a monkey or whatever theory we subscribe to, back when this uh, amazing evolutionary experiment happened or God was designing us, he designed us, he, she, they, it designed us so when the uh, we, there weren't so many toxins in the environment, so when the bio uh, excretes, uh, so when we excrete the toxin, when we push the toxin into the bio, the bio uh, gets some of it goes into the feces, but up to about ninety five percent of the bio is recirculated by the body because we we used to live in a a lot of uh, an environment of scarcity. And not many toxins. So we wanted to recycle and reuse as much of the stuff in the body uh, uh, as possible. Because you never know when your next meal will come. Or your next protein meal and stuff like that. So a lot of this, most of this bio gets recirculated and recycled. So with that, a lot of these toxins get recycled back through our portal circulation, enterohepatic circulations back into the liver. So that is one way for gallstones or, or stones in the liver to get formed because you have more of these toxins so there's a tremendous amount of toxins that overwhelm the liver so they co can congeal together they it, it's it, it may be a defense mechanism it may be because we're you know we're, we're unhealthy in general it may be due to um, certain dysfunctions uh, that we have so there's a number of, of reasons why they can they can form, but this is one way for, for these toxins to keep coming back. And then when you have these small cholesterol stones or specks that get jammed into these little tiny little uh, liver bile ducts, if you have something get jammed and then it's a little bit blocked, you, you have more stuff coming through, it snowballs, so they become bigger and bigger and bigger. And that, that means that less bile gets to be, it's produced, but it just lumps onto bigger, onto stones that keep getting bigger so these bile ducts get blocked up and that bio is supposed to go into the gallbladder and you know into the intestine when you're eating to digest your food and your fats but it doesn't so you you're getting less bio so you're you're having digestive problems uh so you're not digesting your fats as well so you might see your your stool might be floating that means you're, you're not digesting your fat well and that could be because of a bio insufficiency people get a, a lot of um, small intestinal dysbiosis or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or small intestinal fungal 
overgrowth, SIBO and CIFO. And that's again, could be because of many factors, but also insufficient bile, because bile is also like a sterilant. It, it's an antibacterial, antifungal. It also emulsifies fats, helps with absorption of um, fat-soluble vitamins. So there's a lot of problems that can uh, occur once this, once this process starts. There's very little you can do. There are certain supplements you can take that, that can dissolve the stones over months and months. But um, the, the most efficient way is to soften them up, dilate the bile ducts, instigate the, the process of you know, dumping all the bile into the small intestine, pooping that stuff out, and doing this enough times so that no more stones come out and then doing a maintenance thing. And you do this, listen, go online, just type in to DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you use and type in uh, liver gallbladder flush or liver gallbladder cleanse um, uh, testimonials or reports. Just look at what the people are writing. Go on YouTube as well. I'm sure you'll find lots of people's reports. You, ah, I think you will... Pretty much most of what you'll find will be just people reporting amazing things. And sometimes, like, some of the stories are ridiculous. You, you almost unbelievable. Like, people with uh, health problems for decades resolved by, you know, 12 flushes. Uh, horrible, uh, debilitating diseases and conditions. Skin conditions. Allergies going away. Scoliosis going, like, scoliosis resolving itself after a number of flushes. Just... It's ridiculous in a good way, of course. Check it out. If you are, if you need a video resource, I offer that as a service to you. Otherwise, you can find the procedure online. Um, you know, just look, look into it, please. Look into it. This is an absolute game changer. Absolute game changer. You can do a lot of things right. But if you're if you're not thriving, if you're still got some health stuff going on, and you're doing you know diet supplementation, you have a natural uh, uh, natural leaning practitioner or homeopath or whatever, and you drink good water and you sleep, you try to sleep well, and all that good stuff, EMFs, blue blockers, and if you're still not thriving, this could be the missing link from. Well, you know, this could be the holy grail that you've been looking for. This is how, I mean, this is what I, 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 I know I, I don't, I'm not using the, the term holy grail lightly here, guys. No, I'm not just throwing that term around. I believe this, honestly, I said this to a friend uh, a couple of days ago. I believe this is the closest thing we have to a fountain of youth that is not some incredible new technology, you know, stem cells and like all this crazy new new stuff and all these uh, in, insane infusions of antioxidant, you know, intravenous antioxidant infusion stuff. I'm talking something that's close to, uh, it's very cheap. You can do it in the comfort of your own home. Preparation is easy and the actual cleanse takes place in, in a space of, you know, 12 to 15 hours so you can do it on the weekend if you're working and um you know anybody almost anybody can do it you know folks is like a, i had a client 65 years old that did it recently and no problems and 
people in their 70s, 80s are doing them. Even, uh, not that it's recommended, um, but uh, I, I read that even pregnant women have done it while being pregnant. Not that, obviously, we don't recommend that for sure, but uh, uh, it's just amazing. Guys, um, this is the, the most incredible thing, and it's almost for free. You know, you need some olive oil, some Epsom, food-grade Epsom salts, and those oxygen pills that I talk about are really awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, that's about it. And what else do you need? Yeah, you need some malic acid or some apple juice. And it's all about how you do it. It's all about the, the procedure. And, um, yeah, it's it's very cheap. That's it. You know, you don't have to go into into a, a clinic and be observed and monitor for 30 days. or And it's easier than fasting. I honestly think a lot of people shouldn't fast. So there's most, not most, but the majority of people are actually quite depleted in terms of their nutrient status is pretty hor- horrendous. So fasting, you know, it's it's not a good idea, especially if you have a lot of fat and you start fasting you think that's good. You think you might lose a lot of weight from fasting, but what you're doing is all the toxins that were stored in that fat get mobilized and you don't have the capacity to neutralize and excrete them. So you, they will overwhelm you and, and cause pretty nasty damage in your organs, including your kidneys, your brain, stuff like that. So fasting is actually, uh, for most people, it's not really the the course of action to go. I believe this is better than fasting and it's easier than fasting. So anyway. We'll leave it there because I could talk forever about the subject. You can see I'm pretty excited about it. It's not just those two massive coffees I had today. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, in, a, in any case, I'll be I'll be chewing your ear off about this until you do a bunch of these. And again, you don't have to take my course or my detox program. You can go online if you want. If you are uh, uh, just look up an article. Uh, but again, I, I have it laid out for those that, that need links to the supplements, exact procedures, and it's in a video format so you don't have to read like a whole book about it or whatever, or surf a bunch of forums and make sure that the procedure you're doing is correct and all that good stuff. It's all in one place. Check out the links if you're interested. Um, I also have, I'm going to have on my website soon, I have a supplements I recommend page where I vetted basically the good high quality supplements that are reasonably priced and i'm gonna have uh soon i'm gonna have the um the supplements that you need for the liver flush i'm gonna have links to those as well so uh you you'll be able to to get a hold of the supplements that you know the good ones that i use anyway um if you need them so anyway that's all i wanted to cover today thanks for tuning in uh see you on the next one